how we got to this is, you know, we were throwing ideas on the wall like crazy. We had that was that, you know, we had everything on the wall, right? Um, of just what do we, what do parents need to help their kids with? What do parents need to understand, mm-hmm. um, and and tackle and, and wrestle with? Um, and and one of the recurring themes for us was there are things that, man, I don't even know. If, I don't know how much of this parents actually know. Right. Like, I think there's some things here that kids are like really dealing with, really facing with, and maybe some parents are, are just oblivious to, Mm -hmm. um, because they're in two different realities. Right. Um, and so I think from there we went, Oh, okay, well we, we got to help. We got to have a conversation Mm -hmm. of just, Hey, we have, as parents, we have to proactively step into our kid's world. Yeah. Yeah. We have to seek to understand the world that they're living in because it is fundamentally different. Right. Then anything they've done. Yeah. yeah. Then, then it was 10 years ago. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I guess that's, that's really the gist of all of it is just like how, how quickly it's changed, but then also like what, you know, what has changed? Because I think that's, that's the gist of, you know, that's the gist of the whole conversation is like that has changed so much. And, you know, you talk about this earlier, just, um, you know, how, how it's always been like that. There's always been change, but this is like, drastic change in such a short period of time yeah like every um every generation like it's the the parents going you know the, the music these kids listen to today right like every right. every set of parents does that right um and then they're not realizing their parents said the same thing about the music they were listening to like right. like, it, like so this is a fundamental like generational thing well do you feel like that that change that shift has gotten shorter or wider so i uh, so i think that it's it's different and and that's one of the things we're gonna we're gonna talk about today okay um is every generation doesn't understand the last generation and vice versa like there's Mm -hmm. always this i don't don't get it i don't like i'm looking at my kids watch youtube videos that they think are hilarious and i'm going what is this (laughs) like this makes no sense to me it does not seem funny i I just don't get it but Mm -hmm. that's the world they're in and Mm -hmm. so if i'm gonna help them navigate the world they're in i have to i have to at least understand it Mm -hmm. i don't have to agree with it i don't have to like it but i have to i have to work to understand it yeah 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 and i guess i guess for students perspective you know um if i feel like you don't understand my world then how could you help me in it Right. And that's something too, that's a generational thing of like right. every generation looks at their parents and go, Oh, you're so out of touch. Right. Like you don't know what's cool. Mm-hmm. You look at what you're wearing. <laughs> you listen, right. look at the, the, the music you're listening to. Yeah. Like, Oh my goodness here. It's embarrassing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, like, why am I going to listen to what you have to say? Because you are not, you're completely out of touch. And yeah. so I don't, I don't think parents have to be cool because I'm, I'm not going to be cool. Like, I'm not trying to be cool. Well, I am not going to be cool. And even if I'm trying, I'm, it's not going to work in my kids' eyes. That's for sure. So it's not about like, yeah. I, I've got to, I've got to be able to pass as like, you mm-hmm. know, hip. Mm-hmm. Cause that's not even the lingo. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, but I have to, I have to understand it. Yeah. And I have to, I have to, and my kids have to know that I do so that I, they give me permission to speak into their life and actually listen to what I'm saying. Yeah. But at the same time, I feel like the other thing it does is it demonstrates your care to be a part of their world. Yeah. You know, your desire to be a part of what they're going through, what, what's going on. Like you're, you're, you're consistently reaching a hand towards them, you know, um, in a way that, you know, doesn't really make sense, I guess. Cause that's not, I don't know. You're like, you, you, you hit the nail on the head when you said, you know, it's always been like this, right? Like this is kind of expected, mm-hmm. but I guess what's unexpected is for a parent to be like, 
no, no, no. I, I want to figure this out. You know, I want to be a part of your world. I want to figure out what's, why is this so different? What's going right. on? You know, um, which I mean, it's for me speaks loudly <laughs> as a desire to grow in that relationship. It's like know? an expression of love. It's yes. like, I care enough to yeah. know what's going on in mm-hmm. your head and in your world. hundred um, percent. Especially knowing that I'm not, I'm not native to it. Like right. It's, it's foreign to me. And, and I think that's the mistake that, that a lot of adults in general make, mm-hmm. you know, let alone parents. But um, we look at the world that is happening and we, I don't get it. It's dumb. Right. And so it's very easy to write off. Right. Um, and that's not helpful to anyone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and it doesn't really do any good. Like it's, it's, you know, there could be things that, that our kids like and we're writing that off. And so now we're writing them off. Yeah. Um, we're invalidating them to, to a certain degree, at least, at least from their perspective. Um, but also I, I can point out something is wrong, mm-hmm. but that doesn't help them anyone understand. know how to navigate right. it. Right. I, it's not enough to know, oh, that's just bad. Uh, right. Okay. But what do I do? Mm-hmm. <laughs> how do how do I I mean it's just a reality it's just the way it is and so yeah. I think that's where this conversation these conversations are going that's how we started is like we like it or not mm-hmm. this is the way the world is we can't we can't just wish the world was different we have to embrace it as it is and understand it for our kids and so mm-hmm. you know when we started talking through it we went we, man the theme that we went back to mm-hmm. was the, the the technology piece of like we've got to start there because everything else that we were talking about and where we're going to go in, in future episodes it kept like coming back to right. oh man technology and every and online made it all possible or right. made it made it a lot easier or mm-hmm. accelerated it or, or you know whatever and so so with this one we're going to start with with the, <laughs> an on like our kids live in an online world a whole um, other world and yeah. that is like t- t- you work with <laughs> teens like you are and you're not dude you're young like from my perspective like oh, you're you okay. know you're what 15 years younger than me <laughs> um and so like you're closer to uh high schoolers age right. than mine so like you're not that far removed right. from it and yet it's it's different even from from what you experienced yes so talk about how like what that what that change that fundamental change of digital age online world like what does that look like i think one of the biggest things that um you know technology has done now that makes it so like interesting is just the fact that it kind of brings all these different worlds together and creates its own world okay right and so what i mean like you gotta you get an image of every everyone's kind of world you know um and you know like not just currently you know to Mm -hmm. where anything is you know there's a fashion trend somewhere drastically further out okay you know now you know in the past i guess it would take forever for that to to that change to happen, you know, uh, maybe it started off in Japan and then eventually, you know, maybe a year later it would make its way to America, I guess. Gotcha. You know, I don't know how, but then now, you know, you see this thing on Facebook and everyone's doing it and by everyone, I mean, it, maybe it takes a day or two, you know, and it's what everyone or someone posts a video right. on YouTube and everyone knows about it, you gotcha. know, within minutes, you know, um, it, it's literally a whole world and all up in its own. Right. Because it's completely separate. Like it separates you from reality, like what's really happening here, you know, um, today, which is so, so different. So let me ask you this. So yes, I think every generation looks at the, the, this, this, the young generation that's currently coming up and mm-hmm. they just look and go, yeah, it's always different. But mm-hmm. Every generation has its own unique challenges and stuff. And it's, you know, hey, we kind of all we, it's a rite of passage thing. Mm-hmm. Um, 
why, if, if you could tell parents why, why this is different, like, or, or maybe it's not, maybe this is, yep, this is just this generation's thing that they have to figure out, or is it fundamentally different? Because I think, I think that's the, that's the question is mm-hmm. this, is, yeah, we have, to, every generation has to adapt to something. Right. So kind of, you know, it's get over it and figure it out and you move on. But, right. but, but it, it feels like the online world, um, has fundamentally just changed the game. Yes. Yeah. And I think that the whole reason is, you know, again, what I was saying with like just acceleration, you know, you never know, you know, um, everything is changing consistently, like within seconds, within minutes, you know, something new has happened, you know, um, you know, if something bad has happened, everyone knows something good has happened, you know, people know ish, but usually all you really hear is the bad consistently because that's what gets the news. Um, you know, and so you're constant, it makes you feel like unless you're connected to this world, you're disconnected. Gotcha. And, um, that's not a good feeling. Yeah. Um, especially when everyone else that you know lives in this world, Yeah, yeah. like the people that matter to you, you know, like the people, like your friends and everything, like, like everyone lives in this world. Uh, and so unless you're a part of it, you're, you're missing out. Well, and I think that's probably one of the differences because, because I'm, I'm, you know, getting older, but I'm also young enough. Mm-hmm. I, I've, I've fairly well adapted to the technological world. I'm pretty tech savvy. And, you know, for the most part, I know what's going on and how things work and you're smiling because you're like, yeah, to a point. <laughs> um, but, but, you know, I've, I've adapted, right. right? And I, I have the ability to do that. You have the ability to do that. Yeah. Um, our, these kids didn't have to do that. They, no. They're growing up. Not at all. In that world. Like this is their normal. This yeah. is their frame of reference. Um, whereas for us, it's, it's not necessarily, mm-hmm. we, we can remember a before. Right. Um, of it used to be this way and we used to mm-hmm. argue about things and not know what the right answer was because <laughs> yeah <laughs> where do I get the right answer like unless I have my encyclopedia right. with me like where do I go um and now there's you know I'll just google it yeah <laughs> but exactly. that's that's the that's the, they're native born to that and so mm-hmm. I think that's fundamentally different for them yeah um so we're gonna we're gonna talk about some of the the baggage that comes with technology with mm-hmm. that, this online world but I don't want to be negative because it, it is a good thing in a lot of ways. I mean, the fact that this last year we had a pandemic and if we didn't have the internet, think of how different that life would have, have been. I mean, right. Zoom and, you know, school <laughs> at home and being able to work from home, like all of that, right. we were able to adapt in so many ways mm-hmm. and life kept going. It was different, but it kept going right. um, because of the internet. So that, right. that's a good thing. Like just honestly today. So, mm-hmm. um, we had two stray dogs come into our backyard at home. So my wife's texting me and she's like, look, look what I have. And I'm like, what's going on? So there were two dogs that went into our, our backyard and they just kind of wandered in. They didn't have collars. They didn't mm-hmm. have, you know, you know, tags or anything like that. And so right. she's got them, she tied them up so they didn't, you know, kill our other animals. Mm-hmm. Um, but she posted, she found a group right. of the neighborhood and she posted like, Hey, does anybody recognize the, these dogs within like 20 minutes? Yeah. We had found like the owner had reached out and there was like other people going like, Oh yeah, I recognize them. This is this guy. So like we were yeah. able to verify this is the right guy. Right. And he was on his way over to pick him up. Like mm-hmm. he'd been driving around looking for him like within 20 minutes. Right. That's insane. That, yep. It's so cool. And so that's, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. And there's, so there are so many benefits. It's definitely more uh, convenient yeah. in a lot of ways, having this this online yeah. world that, that we have. But it does come with some some dangers and some <laughs> some unintended or maybe intended side effects. Yeah, uh, that you know the law of unintended consequences. What what else are we facing? Especially what are our kids facing um, 
as this being their norm? What are some things that they have to, to navigate? And one, it just you kind of mentioned it, it's like just the, the sheer amount of content. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Like there is just no shortage of information everywhere on anything you could conceivably be interested in or not even interested in. Right. You can find it. Right. And, and I think that, that's a, that has an impact. Like it's great because I can go Google whatever I want. Right. And I can find information, but the sheer volume of it is, it can be problematic. Right. Cause there's just, there's always more, there's always more, there's always more. Mm-hmm. Um, and who knows if it's actually all true. Right. Um, and so, so we have all this content at our fingertips, right? Um, and one of the things it can do is it can begin to um, skew our perspective on things. Yeah. So one of the things I've noticed, like you can, you don't even have to go out and, and seek information anymore. Like no. you're being bombarded with it. Yeah. And so it's in our face all the time, right? And so Facebook, I can just keep scrolling. Like there's not a bottom. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> like I can just keep going and right. look for more information and more information. Um, but there's, um, you know, what's called doom scrolling. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you, I don't know. Maybe this is a common term that I, I kind of stumbled on this. Like that idea of like, I found bad information or bad news. Yeah. And it led me to more bad news. And right. so I kept digging and just finding more and more and yeah. more <laughs> that's wrong mm-hmm. with the world and the, and the way things work. And that has like psychological yeah. impacts. Yeah. Um, and the, the 24 hour news cycle, right? It used to be getting news for an hour in the yep. evenings. And that was it. That was all of your. Like today's stories. And now there's, I don't even know how many news channels that that's all they do. Right. Let alone, you know, all the websites and Twitter that you can find out instantaneously, anything that happened on the other side of the world. And so we're, we're exposed to more bad news consistently than we ever. Yeah. And we don't, we don't, we don't have to seek it out, but when we go to seek it out, it usually leads us to more bad news and more bad. And so that has a psychological impact. Right. Um, and, and, you know, it seems like now you hear about stories of bombings or shootings or, right. or, or earthquakes or hurricanes or whatever, so much more. And the question yeah. is like, is it happening way more now? Like what's wrong with the world or yeah. are we just hearing about it more? Right. Um, but it, in one sense, from a psychological standpoint, it doesn't matter. We're hearing about it more. And yeah. so, so our kids growing up in that world where they are just being bombarded with news. Yeah. And usually it's, it's bad news. Yeah. Uh, it's news that makes me feel fearful or anxious or whatever. Right. They just get this sense of I'm unsafe. Yeah. Consistently. And yeah. like, think about, you know, post nine 11 and the world. So, so if somebody's 21 years old now, mm-hmm. they were born around that time. Right. Um, so they grew up in a world that like, that showed us we're not safe. And then you have the housing crisis and you have economic up and down and you've got wars in Iraq and you've got like all, so there's always been something mm-hmm. and we're, our kids are exposed to it on a, on a constant basis. And so they've grown up believing and seeing yeah. I'm not safe. Right. I think like when I look back at my childhood, I remember, you know, um, I think I was in kindergarten or maybe first grade and that like nine eleven was one of the, like I can remember that day more clear than any other day and you know I was really like I was still pretty young for me to remember that but but yeah that that feeling of things are not good this is um you know this is this is really bad this is serious you know um 
in a lot of ways taints your view of the world becomes your world yeah. you know like that that's just this you have this constant feeling like <laughs> like anything bad can happen at any moment right and you have no control over it which leads us to <laughs> and completely explains why anxiety is yeah. one of the biggest things like i was in you know uh one of my small groups and i asked hey how many of you guys deal with anxiety because we we're talking about you know just prayer requests mm -hmm. hey what do you want to pray about and they didn't really nobody really told me what they want to pray about and i said okay so how many of you guys are anxious every hand went up and, and you're talking about like a middle school high school mm -hmm. small group you're not every, talking about no, adults yes yeah. middle school high school small group and every now all of a sudden like we have too much to pray for yeah um, things that, you know, they, they start saying things and in my mind, I'm like, what is the possibility that will happen? But in their minds, it's like, this is happening. Right. Because they can just look on Google and it, it really is somewhere maybe 500,000 miles away from them. Yeah. But they feel like that danger is here right now because in this moment. Yeah, because it's so frequent. Right, exactly. It's just going to happen again. Mm -hmm. It could be here now. And it doesn't matter that it's happened so far from from each other or, you know, you know, on different days or whatever. But because they can, you know, they get the news mm -hmm. and and they they can they can search for it. You know, one person hears about it and it goes all over the place. And mm -hmm. now this thing that only happened once and maybe in one moment mm -hmm. somewhere completely different to someone who is in a drastically different type of world or living a different life right. feels like it can happen right. to you. Yeah, well, and, and, and we all succumb to that. Like we mm -hmm. all have that, that yeah. feeling, right? Because yeah. we're all seeing the same news, right? Um, you know, the, with the same frequency. The difference for us, like, so go back to the 9-11 the thing. Right. I was in college. Yeah. Um, and I remember coming in and seeing it on the news and just like, you know, it felt like time stopped. Mm -hmm. And so now there's just right. a group of us watching this unfold in real time. And I remember thinking probably what mo a lot of us did, which is like, this is, this is a different world now. Like we've, this has been a there's a shift that's happening right before my eyes of like the world is changing. Right. This type of thing didn't happen on our soil. Yeah. And now it does. And so now it could again. And so I remember that's feeling differently about right. that now, but, but think about a, a kid. Right. I, I didn't that feel like that. Norm. I, I didn't, I felt like, cause I was a kid at that time. Right. I felt like this is my world. Yeah. This is where I live. You know, um, this can happen at any moment. Right. And I didn't, I never knew I never knew a world where these things didn't happen. Um, you know, uh, to me, this is the norm, like you said. Yeah. Like, that's exactly it. But and that's that this was like just as, like for me, you know, people didn't have cell phones yet, but, you know, we did have computers and all that. Um, now they're carrying that whole world. Right. The, every single ounce of news in their pockets. Yeah. And even if they're not, right, their friends are. Yeah. You know, um, and you know, everyone else is. And so, um, it's, there's no way for that not to affect them. And I know that it does because yeah. every single one of my students struggles with anxiety. Yeah. Well, it's, it's so prevalent. And I think that's one of the things that, uh, the older generations, and I don't want to lump everybody together, but right. I, I think this, this young generation gets, um, kind of an unfair deal where they're looked at as being weak, as yeah. soft, as not resilient. Like, man, they just need to just 
kind of suck it up, you and know? We, and we feel that way. And, I'll tell you that. Like, yeah. We feel that way because we've been told that. Right. And, <laughs> and, and so it's like, just, just kind of like, and we call them snowflakes and, you know, all that kind of stuff. But there's, right. but there's a reason behind it. So I, uh, I ran across this. I, actually, a friend of mine showed me this, this quote. She, she's reading this book. It's called Cleaning Up Your Mental Mess by uh, Dr. Carolyn Leaf. And so mm-hmm. it talks about this very thing of, of that constant bombardment and what that does to our minds and how, how we think. So and I want to read this quote. It's, it's kind of long, but I think it speaks exactly to, to what we're talking about. Um, so it says, there, there appears to be a correlation between the negative effects of toxic stress and the potential lack of mind management within all demographics, but millennials are especially suffering. Why? Uncontrolled toxic thinking has the potential to create a state of low-grade inflammation across the body and brain, affecting cortisol levels, hormones, brain functionality, and even telomeres on the chromosomes. As we discussed earlier, this creates a toxic feedback loop between the mind and the brain and body, activating the hamster wheel of toxic thinking, feeling, and choosing. This is true across the board, but why are millennials having such bad luck? Many of them are facing physical and mental burnout at a young age at alarming rates. There are a variety of factors that could be contributing to this problem, but a few are highly competitive work and living environments without the opportunities for previous generations had and with little hope for the future. Extreme living costs, an unequal wealth distribution, increased isolation, and a narrow focus on what they don't have alongside the desire for instant gratification, due in large part to social media, which may also be causing more issues with self-esteem and increased self-contempt. In fact, the instant universe that social media has created, which allows us to share information at lightning speeds without necessarily utilizing the tools and knowledge this information brings, has also led to many unrealistic expectations among people of all ages. Hmm. Another possible reason millennials are more adversely affected could be the increasing awareness and conversation around mental health struggles that's dominant in media and other communication aimed at this age group, even though little or no effective and sustainable tools or techniques are presented to address the root causes. Right. Though scaremongering may get good ratings, it can leave many people feeling hopeless and alone. Mm-hmm. I think that's, that's spot on. I mean, all it's saying is all we do is talk about all the things that are wrong with the world and things that you really can't affect. And mm-hmm. so it just, if we're constantly bombarding ourselves with that, it, it creates a sense of hopelessness. And right. then to, to pile on, we talk a lot about mental health and, you know, oh my goodness, look at, look at the rates of de- depression and suicide and anxiety and all those kind of things, but we don't give them tools to deal with it. So no. now they're hyper aware that, yeah, I have these negative mental processes and, and, and feedback loops and all that kind of stuff, but I don't know what to do with it. Right. And so it just creates the, that more of that feedback loop. And so that has that it's actually changing our brains on a chemical and even genetic level. Yeah. Um, of course they're going to have a hard right. time. It's terrifying. It's terrifying to think that we are revealing to them, we're giving them reasons to feel anxiety without giving them, you know, a direction of what to do with it, you know? And so what happens is that you feel, you know, obviously, you know, we said it makes it the norm, but you make it, you make it feel like there's nothing you can do. Like literally you can't do anything about this. There is no solution. So live this way. Yeah. And that is not what, you know, as believers, as Christians, that is not, you can't live a, a Christian life that way. Right. You, you just can't, you know, we weren't, we, we weren't created to, to live in constant worry. Yeah. Um, you know, you can't, <laughs> uh, one of my friends used to say, it's impossible to worship when you're worrying. Huh. Uh, you can't do that. It's yeah. not possible. Um, you know, and so, so yeah, no, that, that's, I mean, it is, it's, 
it's the one of the greatest traps of the enemy mm-hmm. you know that that this generation is facing um be, and technology is uh you know it's it's fueling it in a lot of ways it's it's scary yeah. well and we were talking before you know actually just before we started recording about um so often we see we see kids we see teens right. that are just in a it's like in a haze Right? Yes, and, and and of just they're just kind of existing. They're just going through, yep. and there's not they don't have that spark. Yeah, and I think so much of it is well, if you go if you, if you're faced with the reality that that the world is hard, the world mm-hmm. is tough. There are seemingly insurmountable insurmountable difficulties that you're facing that you can't do anything about. That's mm-hmm. just the way the world is. Yeah, and not being equipped with how to navigate that well and find you know find joy and find goodness right. in the midst of it. Um, well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like that's going to have, yeah. that's going to, I'm just going to shut down. Yeah. Right. I just, okay. That's, I don't want to keep feeling that way. So I'll just disconnect from it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, and, and it's a trap. This is the trap I was referring to because what happens is the way they disconnect is going, running back to technology. Oh, <laughs> right. Brilliant. We retreat is it? back into, you know, yeah. like it's <laughs> like we, we say, okay, this is the world we live in. So why go back to that world? Let's yeah. go to this one and create our own world. And so now we see, you know, that's why we see students. We're doing a study with, with our students called uh, on this book by John Eldridge called uh, Epic. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. And it, one of the questions we asked is like, why do you watch so much movies, TV shows? And, um, you know, why, why do you play so many video games? And literally every single one of our students said, to get away, to get away from it all, yeah. to, to escape my current reality. Yeah. Um, you know, and that is so sad that they would rather go to something that's unrealistic, mm-hmm. not real, um, or watch someone else live their life instead of investing in their right. own. Well, and I think they're not retreating from those realities, those mm-hmm. external realities. I think mm-hmm. they're retreating from just constantly feeling mm-hmm. how they feel about those realities. Right? Yeah. What, how that, that leads to the, isolation and then loneliness and the depression and the anxiety and all of that. And that, like, I just, I'm so tired of feeling that way. And so I want to escape from feeling that way. I need something to occupy me so that I don't, I, I can take a break from feeling that way. The problem is, and that's, we all do that. And that's a very, I get, you know, normal response. I'm not saying it's good. I'm just saying it's, it's normal. The, the, <laughs> what makes it more complicated is the thing that they're escaping to is the very thing that's causing them to feel that way. To yeah. Begin with. Yeah. Yeah, and, and that's, so that's from the enemy standpoint, that's genius. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. It's brilliant. It really is because now you're consistently <laughs> getting that same information to fuel those feelings, those the fear, you know, the anxiety to fuel all of that, and somehow you're you're coming back to it, right? To get more, um, it's yeah, it's 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 an <laughs> so, issue. So it skews our thought, like because we're bombarded with the safety, it skews how we think, how our kids think about things. Another way it skews. Uh, how we perceive the world, how we see the world um, is that there's that <laughs> things are being tailor-made for us now. Like the algorithms that are at play mm-hmm. uh, on, on whatever social media or anything, we are, we are now not getting objective truth. We're not getting balanced information. We're getting things that are tailored mm-hmm. toward more of that. And so we, we end up in our own little echo chambers, right? Right. Where we start to see reality in a very different way because I'm, what I'm seeing and what you are seeing are two different things now because this being tailor fit for me, whereas yours is being tailor fit for you. And yep. so that means you're not seeing the things that are balancing <laughs> that out on the other side of, right. of the aisle, on the other side of the mm-hmm. argument, whatever it is. Um, and so we have our little echo chambers where yep. now we're just being 
like it's confirmation bias. Like yeah. I think about this thing, I'm going to go to find things that are going to speak into that. And oh, what am I finding in my newsfeed? Mm-hmm. More things that affirm the things that I was already right. thinking. And so right. it just now I'm just seeing truth, but I'm, I don't even realize I'm, I'm only seeing a shade of it. Yeah. And, and, and so this happens, you know, we look at other people and we think, how could they think the way they do? Mm-hmm. How could they be so wrong? How could they see things so fundamentally different? How could they, how could they just be so, so out there? Yeah. And we don't realize they're looking at us and asking the very same, same questions um, because we're seeing two different realities that we have either created or have been created for us. We're all, we're each living in our own little bubble now. Yeah. And we're not willing, you know, this is why we're having this conversation because a lot of times we're not willing to visit someone else's echo chamber, no, right? It feels like, way better just, to just exactly, be right. <laughs> exactly. Like we want, we just want and only hang out with or talk to people who are in our echo chamber. Like if anybody, you know, is, is different or has a different belief, you know, we don't, we don't want anything to do with it unless, unless we want to put them down and tell them why they were wrong. Yeah. And that's the only time that we tend to visit it. Right. Like one of my favorite <laughs> things, to, this is terrible, but I love to watch like videos with opposing views just to see this, the comment section <laughs> and just watch Jeez. the rage and the back and forth yeah. and the, yeah. And it's, I mean, <laughs> be honest it's amusing but anyway like it's terrible like that's why that's the only time you see them clash is because you know uh they you know they 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 don't they don't want to have an actual conversation a real conversation they just want to tell you why you're wrong Mm -hmm. (laughs) and that's it yeah well and i think we're all subject to that We, we don't like feeling powerless we don't like feeling wrong we don't like feeling like um we don't want to apologize. Right. Uh, we all, it feels much better to be on the right side mm-hmm. and to feel vindicated and to feel superior <laughs> by being right. right? Like that, we all feel that way. There's a right side, Jared. We'll, we'll, we'll get there. Uh, <laughs> we'll get to that. Um, but we all want to feel that way. And so it's just so much easier to not challenge myself and to listen when I hear opposing views to mm-hmm. just focus on, I already know that's wrong. Instead of like, what, what if they're like 2% right? Right. And I go look for that 2%. I think it's interesting that you use the word challenge myself because that's not a thing anymore. Like they don't even view it as a challenge. They just mm-hmm. view it as wrong. Right. You know, like your, your perspective is like, I'm going to go into this conversation looking for the possibility of maybe I'm wrong. Right. That's not even a possibility in their <laughs> mindset, you know? And so yeah. it doesn't, there's no door there. There's straight up this barricade, you know, like I'm not, there's no possibility for you to reach me where I'm at. I'm just going to throw spears from where I'm at to you. (laughs) Well, well, and I think part of it too, is we, we, we may feel like we've already done that. Yeah. Um, because we've sought out information and this is where we landed and we don't Mm -hmm. even realize the echo chamber that we were presented with. Mm -hmm. And so we think we've been objective. We think we are objective and we, we just, Okay, I've done I've done my due diligence and here's where I've landed. Have you though? That's the thing is is <laughs> can you? Yeah. Without and, and even actively seeking out uh, opposing viewpoints right. with the pursuit of maybe learning and right. not like I just want to know what the wrong side is thinking. Like right. like actually going and looking like what if what if it's more complicated than yeah. what I've believed. Um but if we think we've already done that, <laughs> we won't do it. Yeah. It is, gosh, I think about the scariest how scary would it be if all the technology just disappeared? How much would we actually know? 
<laughs> right? Yeah. Like how much would we actually know? Like YouTube has caused me to fix so many vehicles. Without YouTube, I am not a mechanic. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm not a mechanic. I know I'm like, not, like I, I know like two people's phone numbers. Right. That's it. Oh. I mean, well, I don't remember any of them. All so. I know is all I know is mine, and that's not gonna help me. Like <laughs> I remember mine from my childhood, but I, oh I would gosh. have to stop and think about my wife's phone number for a yeah, second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same here, right? Like it's terrifying. It yeah. really is. And yeah. that's that we don't need to learn anything anymore. And students have that mentality. You just talk to any any student, any any child, they'll let you know. I don't know why why, why would I need to learn that? I just yeah. ask Google. Yeah. You know, um, you know, it's that the the calculator um, you know, uh versus actually handwriting and doing math right. in your head. Show me your work. Why? Yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> why why? Why? You know, and and we're we are getting into a world where we're not going to have to do anything yeah. ourselves. We won't need to know to do anything. We just right. say it and it happens. You know, I mean, I, I walk into my house, my house and tell Google, I can tell Google to turn on my lights. Right. I don't have to flick the switch. Yeah. Or, well, it'll just sense your home at some point and just turn on. You exactly. Tell it exactly. You, you forget that that's even a thing. <laughs> and um, where's the light switch again? Exactly. <laughs> what side of the wall? You know, it's terrible. It's, it's, yeah. it scares me. They don't even know that that should be a fear. Yeah. You know, that there, there is, there is room for knowledge, you know, and this is not these things. This world is just a tool. Yeah. It, should, it really needs to be looked upon as a tool, not, not life. And I think that's what happens is that in them, you know, and their mindset is caught up where this is life. Yeah. You know, um, they can't see that there, there is a difference there yep. instead for them, like, this really is a whole nother world and it's not just a whole nother world. This is their world, yeah. you know? Um, and, and without it, they don't exist. That's why you pull a kid out of, out of playing, you know, Fortnite and they're, they're You're just <laughs> you taking know, away part of my identity. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. Like they, like it's, it's ter like for me, it scares me. Yeah. You know, it's one of the things that's why I always recommend to students, yo, faster phone. You know, or, you know, take, take a step away. Or when I tell them, you know, that when I get home, I leave my phone in my car and just leave it charging and I go inside, Yeah. you know, to Wait, and do what? my home How stuff. You? They're like, <laughs> you why, why do you do, that's yeah. why you don't text me back. They, and they I'm don't, like, <laughs> they don't even see the benefit of it. You know, yeah. And yeah, oh, it's, man. it's, it's, yeah, it's terrifying. Well, and I think you mentioned too, like that. So the idea of like, I don't have to know it. I can just Google it. Right. Which you can, but. But mm -hmm. here's the thing. When you Google something, you don't get a couple responses. You get mm -hmm. millions of, of returns on that. Right. And, so and which that, one are you clicking on, Jaren? And that the first one, the one that yeah. they, they paid for the ad. I'm so. not, that's the only place. That's the only place you don't scroll, Jaren. You don't scroll on right. Google, right? Page two. Oh, <laughs> right. there's a page two. Yeah. But 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 that's the, that's the, so that's what I want to talk about is is that yes, there's tons of content, right? right? There's tons of information. There's tons of knowledge. Mm -hmm. Is all of it equally valid though? <laughs> and, and it's not like, no, that's the short answer because, but, but, but there is so much, you like it's, it's unfiltered, right? To... No, I'm not, <laughs> we're not debating that, John. This is, this is just how it is. Um, but, but how do we navigate and how do our kids navigate? Well, how do I verify that something is, it's true that something that's being claimed, is it, is it? Is it true? Is it valid? Or do I need to like, I don't know, fact check that a little bit and find out if that's actually a good way, uh, the right answer or a good answer or a, a, a good way of, of navigating whatever it is I need help with, right? And so you can Google and get a million responses. Mm -hmm. They're not all the same. 
But you're not seeing a million responses. You're seeing one. No. Well, yeah. Like, like your mindset has already, you've already decided. Unless I don't like that one. And then I'll click on the next one because I'm waiting. Right. I got to go find the one that I like. Right. And there's enough. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like it, it's, oh man. <laughs> it's, it's, and it's terrible because I know that I've, I've, I've done everything I can. I'm trying to consistently do everything I can to have, not have that mentality, you yeah. know, to really search. Um, you can probably hear me clapping because I'm so passionate. Like I just know, <laughs> yeah, you like, can't hold still right, right? Now. <laughs> like, like to really search, like you know, what is the essence of this? Like, what, like, is this truth? Yeah, is this truth? You know, um, and and that's something. It's weird because students desire that they desire a truth. They're not willing or know that they need to search for it. Yeah, and that it's not always easy to know. It's not yeah. always obvious. Right, and it's oftentimes not popular. Yeah, and I think that's that's maybe part of what I'm trying to to, to express here is which which source of information are we going to choose to listen to? Because mm-hmm. we can't read them all. I, no. I can Google something. I'm not going to read all the responses. I'm not even going to go past the first page. So right. which ones am I letting in, and which ones am I going to take as yeah the the right answer? Right, right, and that's scary because anyone with an internet connection can mm-hmm. post stuff now. Yeah. You know, there it's not where it's these people are credentialed and they've done their homework and they're unbiased and objective and and like that there's probably some of that out there it's getting harder and harder to find. Yeah. But any crackpot can post something mm-hmm. and do it in a way that maybe seems like the right response and if I'm 10, I don't I don't know. I don't yeah. know any difference. And so who do I listen to? And and I think for most of us I uh, probably all of us because this is all of us. We we <laughs> we, we struggle with this. The right. the the people that seem to have the most, they're the most popular. Their words carry more weight, right? And so there's this kind of like, okay, somebody tweeted something and I look, they have 5 million followers. Right. They must know what they're talking about yep. then. <laughs> that's that's the assumption. And, mm-hmm. and when you say it out loud, it sounds ridiculous, but we all kind of do that, right? Mm-hmm. If somebody posts something and they've only got three followers, I'm going, well, I'm not going to listen to them. Yeah. But what if I should? What if what they're saying is actually really, really good? And, and, and the Kim Kardashians of the world aren't always right, but they're really popular. I know that that's one of the first things I do. I, I'm not clicking on a video on YouTube unless it has more than thousands of right. <laughs> views. You'll, you won't take it uh, seriously unless I it won't, does. Right? Yes, right? Like That's one of the first things I do. How many thumbs up? How many thumbs downs <laughs> did it get? Yeah. Uh, you know, and then how many, how many views did it get? You know, um, and if, if it didn't have subscribers, views, any of that, it's not worth my time. Right. Um, you know, they don't know what they're talking about. Right. Which may be true. Yeah, it it could. And and that's, that's, that's what scares, that's what's scariest, you know, that the fact that it may be true, but the opposite is true too. Yeah. That it, 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 it may be a hundred percent false. Right. You know, and. But popular. Yeah. And the world we live in, um, you know. They won't necessarily all the time make that claim because yeah. they've gotten. Lo- we don't know what, <laughs> right. which again well, we'll get to, but you know we don't know what what really is true or not. Yeah. Well, I mean, you wake up and you check Twitter, and the things you see are the things mm-hmm. that other people are retweeting. That's yeah. the only reason they're getting bumped up on the list, right? I mean, right. there's probably some algorithms at play, but but for the most part, <laughs> like the, the things that I'm that are getting my attention are the things that other people are saying, "Hey, you should pay attention." Yeah, and so we're putting our hand, or we're putting our our lives, so to speak, and our minds and our perspectives up for grabs, and and giving them to people that 
may or may not have our best interest in mind right. or, or may not be worthy of listening to on, a, on any given subject. Right. And I think, and that, you know, part of it's the celebrity, uh, celebrity <laughs> culture yeah. that we have right now. Um, where, I mean, we've always had that to some respect, you know, I'm going to buy a product because there was a celebrity endorsing it. Mm-hmm. Like oh, that gives that more weight. It doesn't matter that they don't actually use that product. They're just being paid to be in the commercial. Right. I, it worked because now I'm more likely to buy that product because they, that celebrity yep. was on there. And so that's, we're just seeing that ramped up more and more and more. Right. And there, there are different types of celebrities now, you know, like, <laughs> you know, if, if I go out with a student and they see someone, they're like, oh, oh, that kid, he goes to my school, but he's he's a huge TikToker. He's got <laughs> thousands upon thousands of views, and you know, and and there's this sense of awe in their eyes. And me, I'm looking at him, and I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, and but really, like, you know, TikTok specifically, almost anyone is famous now. Yeah. And yeah. their view, their view on subjects is like, I don't know, it's like solid solid air quotations you know we're on the podcast but yeah solid like like this is what you need to uh yeah to do this is the dance this is to move this is this is what's funny this is you know that's I think yeah right this is you know I t- we've talked to the students a lot about what they think is funny and what's not and how it'll show you your perspectives and where you are in your heart um and you know um uh, humor is one of the primary ways um technology like people use technology to kind of uh allow certain things that normally would not be allowed in society at certain moments they will use that to to get away with making claims or saying things and then you don't even know that you know that it's it's affecting you in the way that it is Um, it's terrifying yeah (laughs) and it's and it's normalizing things that you don't and you don't realize it and before you know it you, you don't even see it anymore. It's yeah. just become so commonplace. Yep. So, so that's, I mean, that's huge that, that our kids are looking at things and looking at TikTok stars mm-hmm. for advice, like, and they will very easily Google something rather yeah. than ask someone in real life because now they can, yeah. it's a safe place to go and get <laughs> truth. Yeah. Um, but the problem is there's no guarantee that what no. they're getting is anything close to truth. Um, yeah. And so that's, it, that's a very real thing. It, it leaves, you feel immediate satisfaction, which is completely yeah. what this current world is, <laughs> um, tailored towards, you know, this immediate satisfaction immediately, like what you want in this moment, you know, it's, it's that Amazon prime kind of mentality. <laughs> if I'm not getting it in two days, I'm not ordering it. Who else is selling it? Right. You know? Right. Um, but at the same time, like with information, yeah. that is why it's like this, you yeah. know? Um, immediately I can get this right now. Well, it's, it's always been the adage of like, do you want it fast or do you want it good? Cause right. you can't get both. And and that's for the most part, I think true with information. You mm-hmm. want it, you want it now or do you want good information? Cause right. good information takes time to cultivate, to fact check, to make sure it is that takes effort and time. Yeah. And, and what do you know? You actually know it now. Like, yeah. <laughs> right? like this that is, process of learning yes, and retaining. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You're not just reading something out to me. Like yeah. I can't tell you how many times <laughs> I'm in a conversation and they, they pause me and they put their hands up. Hold up. This is where I found it. And then they just read it out to me and I'm just shaking my head. Like, right. This is complete garbage and I wish you knew. Yeah. <laughs> this was written by some guy in his mom's basement. Yeah. You have no idea. Yep. He was wearing his underwear and it's stained. It hasn't been washed in forever. And yep. you're, 
taking him taking his advice over right. math. But um, man, what he said it was right. such a mic drop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so something else you mentioned. Uh, you mentioned this earlier, but just that uh, you, it's so easy for our kids to feel left behind if they, yeah, put down their phone or don't right. have a phone yet. Like right. if they're in middle school and don't have a phone, they're weird. Like that's yep. become they've become they're at the minority now, and so there's that fear. Of missing like FOMO, mm-hmm. fear of missing out is a very real thing. Yeah. That's we all deal with that. We all have that. But the problem now is with the amount of content coming in and how quickly you mentioned how quickly trends change and something that wasn't popular five mm-hmm. minutes ago now is and that used to take years and now it takes minutes. Right. Um, I can't put my phone down because I'm gonna miss out on something. Yes, and that's that's a very real pressure for for our kids. Hundred percent. That is literally like that describes their life, you know. And um, like I said, like I said earlier, if 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 you're not in it, then you're not a part of that world. So you don't matter. Yeah. Um, you know, you don't matter to people. Um, sometimes you'll get the the occasional student who stop and just ask, "What are you doing? Why why aren't why don't you have a phone? Why, yeah. You know." Um, but all of that is based on pity. It's not based on <laughs> right. right? It, it's it's like whoa. Well, what would it be like? That's yeah. a whole nother world. You yeah. know, like, yeah. I like don't understand you. Yep. You don't have, a and I don't, I don't want to, <laughs> no. right? Like, Oh no. Oh my goodness. You know? Um, and so, so yeah, it's, yeah, it's a real, very real thing. Yeah. And that's, I mean, we've always had FOMO. Uh, every one of us has, and every generation has had that there, you know, there are moments that you don't want to miss, right? You don't want to miss the, the, when the Lawrence Welk show was on or when the Beatles were on Ed Sullivan or whatever, like that was right. a moment and you could not miss it. And, and so that, that's the same thing. But now that those moments are literally every moment. Well, I think there's always something. I think the issue is that it feels like you're missing it when you're not. Yeah. Because you, I said this earlier, it's almost, it's impossible to miss anything now. If something is posted, it's there. Yeah. But they don't really realize that, you know, right? like that feeling is still in the air. It's created in a way to make you feel like you're still missing out well, when you're really honestly, I mean, to an extent you're not. So, so I, I'd push back on that a little bit. I, I, I think, I think you're right. Like it's always there, mm-hmm. but five seconds later, something else will be right. And then five seconds later, something else will be again. And so you will fall behind and be, it'll be impossible to catch up right? because it's, it's a constant stream, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, if I'm going to have a big glass of water and some, and someone's going to pour it into my mouth, like, so, so they're, they're making me drink it. Right. I can't stop. I can't stop drinking it because they're going to keep pouring exactly. and I'm going to drown. Right. Yeah. Um, and so that's what it is. It's this fire hose constantly coming in. And mm-hmm. if I stop taking it in for, for 10 minutes, yep. then I'm going to be forever behind is the right. feeling because I, 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 there's no moment that it'll stop where I can catch up. Right. It'll I, just keep going. And I guess what I'm trying to say is like, I'm trying to point at the fact that you you are drowning. Exactly. <laughs> like that's what I'm saying. You already you know, are. And like, <laughs> Just slower. You know, this, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Slow it down. You, you can come back. You yeah. know, you, you missed it five seconds ago. Okay. You know, that's fine. Put the phone down. Yep. All that is still there. Right. And that is like, when I tell, if I have this conversation with a student, they're blown away. Yeah. Because that, that's not something they know. Right. That is... That scares me. Yeah. yeah. Well, and know? I think that's, I think that's 
why we're doing this is we want right. parents to understand that yeah. we might look at this and shake our heads and go, oh, how ridiculous. Mm-hmm. This is terrifying. It is. To a, a middle schooler or a high schooler. Yeah. It, the, the, it's just like a morbid fear that they have yeah. of, of, Soul crushing. of being out of the loop mm-hmm. forever is what it feels like. And, and, and we know it's ridiculous, but it's what it is. It's how they feel. We can't, we can't just write it off. Yeah, and part of it is that they... What makes it more difficult is that everybody else knows whether they're in it or not. Yeah. That, you know, and that's, you know, that outcast feeling mm-hmm. that, you know, and it, it is just, you know, I remember if you didn't have certain shoes in school, that was a big deal. <laughs> yeah. Now it's as simple as you didn't watch that or you didn't see that yeah. video or you, you can't there. do that dance. or you, Yeah, you weren't there. You were never there. You were, you're not a part of this world, you know, yeah. and um, it, it makes it makes you feel terrible like yeah. literally like you're not existing yeah um and it's completely based on a lie right a hundred percent but they don't know it because that that is that is their world mm-hmm. you know um they 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 never known a, another world like it you yeah. know any other world but this yeah. um and uh it's the, you know, the unrelenting nature of the world is normal to them mm-hmm. doesn't mean they like it but it just means they're Right. Uh, I don't know. I don't even know if addicted is the right word. Just, yeah. just so accustomed to this is how it, this is how it is. Mm-hmm. This is how life works now. Yeah. Just kind of resigned to it. Yep. So uh, another thing I want to talk about as, as we keep plugging away here, <laughs> there's, yeah. there's so much, it's so right. heavy. Right. Um, but so much of, you know, you, you went back to, you can be exposed to all sorts of ideas from all different parts of the world, things that you would have never been able to touch decades ago. And now you get to hear it all and see it all. Um, and so that can be good being exposed to new ideas and different perspectives in your own. That can be good. Mm-hmm. But there also is when we do that, there's almost a deconstructive nature of that of, okay, I thought I believed this. Um, but then here's an opposing view that seems to be really valid. It's kind of like the, the stereotypical, you know, 19 year old, 20 year old kid goes off to college and has that psych professor that just, just rocks his world with like yeah. everything you thought is a lie kind of thing. And, right. and now, so they, they kind of deconstruct your, your, right. um, your worldview. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, you know, it kind of happens, but, but the internet can do that all the time now yeah. um, where we can, we can have these views and especially as, as Christians, um, you know, if our kids are being exposed to ideas that are antithetical to uh, at least our brand of Christianity, our version of Christianity, <laughs> right. of what we've come up to believe, um, it can have this deconstruct. Okay, well, well, I don't believe that anymore, or, or or should I believe that anymore? And it kind of eats away. It erodes at their worldview, their Christian perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, and this this happens at a constant rate. It's just this this constant cycle of wearing away of deconstructing how I view the world. Mm-hmm. And so, where do I go from there? Um, because I'm, I'm 12 <laughs> and right. I don't have the tools necessary to, to navigate through that and put it back together again, hopefully stronger on the other side. It's mm-hmm. just purely deconstructive at that point. Yeah. And I can't go to the I can't go to my parents or to who originally constructed this stuff because they don't, they don't know or understand, you know, whatever it is that has been thrown at me. Yeah. You know, they're not the ones who fed this to me. Right. So where are you going to go? You're going to go to those sources. Right. To get more of that. Right. To, because in your eyes, in your mind, they, they're the ones that, that have the knowledge. They're right. the ones that, that know what they're talking about because they're the source. They're, yeah. They were your initial source. Um, and, 
And so it, unless you stumble upon that, <laughs> right. you know, as a parent, um, that, that deconstructive, you know, order of what's going on, you know, um, that conversation won't happen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and it's, it's kind of like, you know, if you grow up believing that God created the world in seven days and all of that, and then right. you go off and you learn about evolution and man, there's, you know, mm-hmm. there's a lot of scientists, really smart people. Right. Claiming this, claiming this. And man, it seems really convincing. Right. Okay. What do I do now? Do mm-hmm. I believe in God or do I believe in science as if that's an either or situation? So it's, it's, it's breaking down mm-hmm. how you view things. Yeah. Um, but not helping you put it back together again. No, it just um, leaves it. It just leaves it torn up on the ground, yep. and it makes you feel like you now you got a mess that you didn't create. Yeah, and and then you start blaming <laughs> right. people who constructed that for yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, and that creates a distance, and yeah. you know, a rift in the relationship that the other person doesn't even know has happened. Yeah, which is like. Mind blown. Yeah. You know, like, so you're trapped, but also alienated at the same time. hundred percent, you know, and you don't have a real relationship with the person who deconstructed that. Right. right. Like right. you don't know this person at all. Yeah. Or if the, they know what they're talking about. Exactly. <laughs> you know, uh, any of it, that's what makes technology so difficult is that you don't really know the people who are giving you this information. Mm-hmm. You know, um, they're, all you know is what others have said. And what they have claimed. That's all you know. Yeah. You know, and then whether you listen to them is based on who else is listening to them. And, um, you know, whether you agree or, you know, you right. want what they're saying to be true. Right. Um, you know, and so, so yeah, no, it, it it's, it's, it's another trap <laughs> and it's, it's another brilliant trap yeah. that causes, generally causes a rift in yeah. relationships. Um, but it doesn't hidden, you know, and that's, that's where it's brilliant because, uh, now, you know, there's something going on and neither one of the parties know about it. Yeah. (laughs) You know, well, and it's, it's even more challenging. So it's, so it's challenging enough if they're, you know, late middle school, high school, because they, they have kind of a worldview that can be challenged right? and they get exposed to these other things and and opposing viewpoints and other just (laughs) stuff that's out there. Mm -hmm. And, it can erode at their their worldview, right? Mm-hmm. And because what they're essentially doing is saying, okay, here's this thing that's being presented to me as truth. Right. I'm going to compare that. I'm going to weigh that up against my brand of truth and mm-hmm. what I've I've been brought to believe. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to figure out how to make those work or not work or which one wins or right. whatever. That's the process. Now, if that happens at an earlier age, so if I'm nine, mm-hmm. I don't really have a full like worldview yet. Yeah. Um, and so now that new information that's coming in isn't deconstructing anything. Right. It's actually forming. Right. Um, you know, for example, if a 17 year old sees pornography for the first time, yep. they already know about sex. Right. <laughs> Hopefully they've had the talk with their parents and, and they, that's you know, all their that kind source. Of yeah. And that's their source. Right. Now, now, now this new source of information comes in and they have to weigh that up against what they've been taught. Right. Right. And that, because that's what we do. If I'm nine and I have no category in my brain for what this is at all, and now yeah. I know now now this is my basis for comparison. Right. This is this is now what I will weigh all future information up against. Mm-hmm. Is is what I just saw. This is this is okay. Well, apparently, this is what sex is. Yep. Um. And so now, when my parents come and talk to me, or I hear about it in church, or whatever, I'm weighing that up against this, this. because this was my first experience with it. And so, 
as as kids are ex- exposed to new ideas and new sources of right. of content, content. Mm-hmm. Uh, at a younger age, it's yeah. it's no longer even deconstructive because there's nothing to deconstruct yet. Now it's actually forming their worldview from from the ground up, which I don't. That could be so much worse, I think, because we all anytime if you have if you've never had a burrito before. Yeah. Let's say you've never had a burrito and you go to the, the worst place in the world that serves like it's like some gas station that's just terrible burritos. That's your first one. Right. You now think burritos are gross. Right. Or you think that's what burritos are supposed to taste like. Mm-hmm. And so now when you go get a good one, you're going like, wait, but that's not what I, what, yeah. what is this? Because right. this is not what I had before because your first one. experience with it was so terrible. Right. Right. And that's that's kind of what I'm talking about. This is like like when I when I had pizza or Chinese food for the first time in Georgia, uh-huh. you know, <laughs> and I'm from New York. So it's like this isn't pizza. This isn't, yeah. For me, it's like <laughs> this is a different no, thing. This doesn't count. This is not it. Right. But if this is all you had, like you poor souls, um, then <laughs> no wonder you didn't then, like it. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like this. Yeah. You know. And so. So, yeah, no, 100 percent. You know, and I think what makes it the challenge there is also thinking about the, the kind of content, you know, like yeah. the fact that what technology can do now. Yeah. You know, that you, you the images, right. you know, like uh, the 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 videos, like literally a video and music and all that stuff, you know, um, everything is so immersive now, you know, um, it's created to be as immersive as it can be. So it literally feels like an experience as opposed to if we're having a conversation about something, you're not, the experience is the conversation. There's no, usually, you know, um, there's no images or stuff like that. It's not as immersive. That's that's all I'm trying to say. Right. It's not as immersive. It's less dramatic. Exactly. Yeah. And so um, it's uh, it's it, it grabs you in a way that that you know sometimes a conversation can't grab you. Right. Well, it's you know? it's like I mean, so we're pastors, right? right. We preach. Right. If we can find a movie clip mm-hmm. to drive it home, we'll do it because it's that just. Yeah. It makes it click for some people. Right. It just now there's emotion attached to it. Now it's like really driven home. Whereas mm-hmm. I could talk about something in a in a in a very um, passionate, know, eloquent, or, power, yeah. passionate kind of way. Yeah. Um, but then there's this movie clip that just did it in two minutes. And, exactly. And, and that's what will stick with no people. effort at all. <laughs> nothing right. we just click the button or amazon put this on <laughs> um it's so frustrating you know but that, it literally is like that is what you're facing and that is that is the world that they're in um this content will grab you like yeah, that it's curated and yeah, yeah. And, and and it's it's created by uh, i want it was going to use professionals but that's not true no, right like no. <laughs> like it's created by people who may know what they're doing yeah but their desires and intentions yeah, yeah. Um, don't just, align with why you're there. They're just trying to get more clicks. Exactly. All they're doing it exactly. for. They just want to, you to come back. It's the ad money, right? Yeah. But, but they, you know, the Instagram influencer will right. spend hours and hours and hours and hours and hours mm-hmm. making this you know, one picture. Yeah. And it's impressive. And it's, and it's, it's amazing it's, 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 it, because it doesn't look like reality. Right. But when we don't see that, that process happens, we just mm-hmm. look and go, oh, that's what reality is supposed to look exactly. like. And so now, you know, and because it's so impressive and so, you mm-hmm. know, it grabs you in the way that it does. Mm-hmm. Wh- why would you even want what your parents claim right. to be right you know, to be right. This you know, so why would you even want to hear them? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why, why would I have this conversation with my parents when I can just watch this? Yeah. Um, you know, and it's shorter, it's more interesting, 
it'll grab my attention right. and I can just pause it if I don't want to hear it anymore. Right. Or, and it's, and it's definitive. It's it, right. like kind of, it is that mic drop of like, look, boom, yep. this is it. Mm-hmm. Um, end of discussion. Yep. So now I'm just taking that in. I'm not, I'm not dialoguing with it. Right. I'm not, I'm not rolling around in my brain. I'm not having a conversation about it. I'm yeah. just like taking that in as fact. If and I, it, if I'm young and naive, especially. Yeah. And then, and then you throw in what we talked about earlier where, you know, you, you get to choose the perspective and what you desire. Yeah. So what, like what you're watching is completely based on what you want in the, in, in that moment, you know, what, what kind of truth you're searching for. <laughs> Dude, I was uh, going to say like absolute truth has no hope, right? Oh, Which is yeah, exactly no, what we're right. headed. Yeah. Our next episode is oh. we're going to talk about absolute truth and relativism and all of that because right. this opens the door this is for just all it. of that. Yeah. In a, man, how could it not go that way? It's no. kind of what it feels like. Yeah. Um, so we're going to, we're going to go there next, but, but I, you know, wrapping up this conversation, mm-hmm. um, we need, we just need to, as parents, we need to recognize one, how this affects us. So we're susceptible to all of this that we just talked about and we know it affects us. And we know that the, the doom scrolling and, and Instagram filters, like we know that influences yeah. us, yeah. but we're older and more mature and have emotional intelligence and, and, and know this is a thing and it still affects us. So imagine what it's doing to our 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15 year olds. It's like they, they do not have the the tools necessary right. to to know what's going on here to know how to navigate that and so that's that's p- part of why we're having this conversation is technology is great online world is great it's so convenient i love the fact that you know your your lights can turn on for you when you come home like yeah. i love that you can find uh, the home for the lost dogs in 20 minutes right. like that's all amazing it's great I've and, been and praying, it's, it's awesome I've been praying for heated floors since i was like <laughs> sixth grade that's you know, a thing like, now. oh like, my god it's great <sighs> but it comes with a cost and if we're not aware of it um and it, especially if we're not aware to the point of like we know what it's like for our kids mm-hmm. to to grow up with this being normal right um we have to we have to grasp it we we have to as adults we have to work to understand this stuff so that we can grab our kid's hand and help them walk through it because this is this is not going anywhere, right? No. I think it's safe to say the internet is here to stay. This yeah. is not a fad. Yeah. Like this is reality and it's yeah. going to continue. It's, it's going to get probably crazier because that's yeah. what we do. Um, and so our kids need to know how to navigate through this stuff and not not come out just completely beaten up on the other side. Right. They need to know how to, how to thrive through this. And so that starts with us understanding that this is the way the world works and I need to see it for what it is. Yeah. And we need to realize like we need – we have a responsibility, you know, to, to show them aspects of the world of reality that they never knew, Yeah. you know, um, you know, that they can't experience or see or search or whatever, you know? Um, and if we don't do that, then, you know, we talk preparation, you know, like we're not preparing them, right. um, to, for whatever outcome might happen, right. you know? And, um, you know, I, I think, as I think for parents, it's one of, if not the best way to protect your kid is to prepare them, Yeah, you know, and, um, you know, got to realize, like you said, you know, that this world, like this whole other world technology, mm-hmm. it's here to stay, yeah. but it's just a world within the actual world, if that makes sense, Yes, you know, and for them, that's not it. For them, they don't see the actual world. For them, yeah. technology is it. It's so overlaid that they can't even see the difference. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And um, that perspective is so vital and so important, you know, to like I I do everything I can 
um, in the little bit of time I get to spend with them each week <laughs> to, to show them there's a world out there and it's worth living it, you know, yeah. and these, what you have, this world that you know, it's really just a tool to help you. It was created to help you experience that world yeah. even more experience true life even more and if you're using it with that mentality then it will do that right. you know but if you're not and you confuse it with reality yeah you will miss out 